I think this is the one golf show in America that has spoken the least about Bryson DeChambeau so far. Uh, he always We've had more duffer than DeChambeau <laughs> so far. Hey, it's okay. We've got to balance it out. We've got to balance it out. Hey there, I'm Ryan Burr. Welcome to our second episode of the Making Birdies podcast, the show where we talk golf bets, bets leading up to the biggest events of the year. And this week certainly qualifies as one of those major events, the Wells Fargo Championship for the top five players in the world, all heading to Quail Hollow. The only player that won't be there is Dustin Johnson. This is a man's golf course. We will get into it. Par 71, over 7,600 yards. Rory McIlroy, the only two-time winner. So excited to dive in and tell you the trends and numbers that will produce a winner this week at the Wells Fargo Championship. And DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports, is working with us every step of the way. Every bet you hear us discuss, you can find on the DraftKings app. There is no better way to gamble. And with all the fun sport events going on right now, now is a great time to sign up and play. If you are signing up, I have two pieces of advice. First of all, go and follow Making Birdies on all your social media accounts and subscribe to the podcast so you can hear and see all of our best buds every single week. And do us a favor, tell us. We have been absolutely red hot. And the second, use the promo code BIRDIES, that's B-U-R-R-D-I-E-S, to get this 55 to 1 odds Saturday when Canelo Alvarez and Billy Joe Saunders step into the ring. Take either fighter, 55 to 1 odds. That is a ridiculous deal. All you have to do is use the promo code BIRDIES, B-U-R-R-D-I-E-S. Our first guest needs little introduction. He's a four-time winner on the PGA Tour, Nota the third. Nota, I started off the show with just how excited it is at Wells Fargo this week, Quail Hollow. We know it's one of the great golf courses in America, hosted a major championship, will host the President's Cup next year. But hard to believe the Wells Fargo Championship about the midway point of the PGA Tour season. Taking a look at the first half, just one major so far, Hideki Matsuyama putting on the green jacket at the Masters. Your observations of the first half of the season. Well, it was great to see Hideki uh, put on the green jacket at the Masters. What a great performance and uh, what a great betting opportunity for a lot of people who actually had them, uh, had him on their ticket. Uh, but just a lot of interesting storylines. You look at Bryson DeChambeau's sort of just uh, has garnered a lot of the attention just on all of the different ways he's approaching these venues and uh, how he's going about his business with the added length and whatnot. And um, another interesting thing on top of that, guys, is, uh, you know, there's 20 years difference between the only two time winners uh, on the tour thus far and Stuart Sink and Bryson DeChambeau, Stuart at 47 years old, uh, still sort of holding the torch for us old guys out there that they can still get it done at the highest level. Interesting story with Stewart. I ended up hosting him on his recruiting trip to Stanford. And I obviously guys didn't do my job because he ended up going to Georgia tech uh, and doing some wonderful things for them there. So great to see him playing well. He's in the field this week at Quail Hollow. So certainly keep your eye on uh, whether or not he's going to be able to uh, keep that momentum going. Yeah, there's no doubt he, he's been red hot. He was ridiculous at Harbortown, as we know. Very different style golf course, though, than Harbortown. You know, Nota, we've played a, a couple of golf courses lately 
where obviously strokes gained approach was so key. Harbortown, certainly uh, Innisbrook, Valspar. This a, a completely different kind of course. Quail Hollow, we know Justin Thomas uh, won a major championship there. Actually, Hideki was in the hunt, and we talked about the President's Cup next year. It seems like driving uh, strokes gained off the tee is the absolute number this week. Talk to me about Quail Hollow. What makes this event so special? Well, it's a it's a, a championship golf course, and I know that we use that designation quite a bit on the PGA Tour. But there, there's only a small percentage of courses out on the tour each year that do deserve that designation, and Quail Hollow is one of them. It's extremely demanding from the start to the finish, but it is particularly um, in it does favor players that are are long off the tee and then have an ability to get it in play. And that's why I think Roy McIlroy has, has such a good run here. I mean, you look at uh, just how he's performed over the past few years. Uh, he likes the venue. It's his first start in three weeks. Um, if he can just find some sort of middle ground with his iron play, he's having his worst statistical performance in the last five years with his iron game. Everything else is okay. Uh, I don't think everybody should be throwing out the baby with the bathwater here. This guy can show up at any minute get hot with the driver, put himself in the driver's seat. You know he's a great uh he he's a great front runner. So this I think that's why this place sorts of suits him because it's hard. Yeah, it, it is hard and and he has not been good Noda. Let's not sugarcoat it. He's missed three of his last six cuts, including the Masters, which is the easiest cut on the board to make. So this is not the 2015 Rory McIlroy that won by seven shots showing up at Quail Hollow. For the absolute main guy in numbers, there is no one better than the business. You see him all over the place. It is big ticket, Justin Ray. Ticket, give me your number this week. Give me the stat out there about this week's Wells Fargo Championship that just jumps off the page for you. So the most significant thing is something you mentioned already is that there's much less emphasis on strokes gain approach for winners at Quail Hollow than we typically see on the PGA Tour. And on the surface, that seems kind of odd, right? Because the one major championship we've seen here, 2017 PGA, won by Justin Thomas, arguably the best iron player on tour the last four or five years. But since 2010, winners at Quail Hollow have an average strokes gained approach rank that week of about 29. Compare that to the PGA Tour average for winners during that span, 13. So it's an enormous gap there between what we've seen winners at Quail Hollow do with their approach play and what we typically see on the PGA Tour. In contrast, what we see is that players gain an atypical amount of strokes off the tee than the typical winner on the PGA Tour. So what you guys talked about with Rory McIlroy, think about one of the best drivers of the golf ball in the world. He's also the only two-time winner of this golf tournament. So um, great putting is also rewarded a little bit more than usual when it comes to tournament winners. Um, in all, tournament winners at Quail Hollow since 2010 gain about 70% of their strokes off the tee and with putting, which is a big stark contrast to, for example, what we saw last week at the Valspar where approach play was so significant. So uh, for me, when I'm looking at players, I'm looking at great drivers of the golf ball and guys who can capitalize on those birdie opportunities on the green. And and he brings in uh, Ryan. He brings up a great point. It's sort of a bookend type of approach here. It's tee and and green uh, productivity that's going to sort of propel players up that sort of leaderboard and give them a little bit of a statistical advantage. So when you're evaluating your picks, just be sure to look at guys in the strokes gained off the tee category. Lots of information out there available through a variety of different platforms that you can go out and just sort of see who's trending in that direction and 
I've got a couple uh, unique looks uh, later in the show that I'll be able to share with everybody. The hits literally keep on coming from one boxing event to the next. They grow in excitement and anticipation. And this weekend is no different with two of the sport's most respected fighters stepping into the ring Saturday night. There is no better place to get in on all the action than with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. For this weekend's fight, DraftKings is offering all new users a shot at turning $1 into $55. To celebrate this weekend's huge event, DraftKings Sportsbook is offering new users the opportunity to get 55 to 1 odds on either main event fighter to win this weekend's fight. Plus, with basketball and hockey playoffs right around the corner, DraftKings Sportsbook has even more ways for you to make it rain. DraftKings Sportsbook, it is safe, secure, and reliable, meaning you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code BIRDIES, B-U-R-R-D-I-E-S, when you sign up. For a limited time, all new users can bet $1 to win $55 on this weekend's main event. That's right, DraftKings Sportsbook is going all out for new users by offering them the chance to win $55 when placing a bet of $1 on this weekend's big fight. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 and older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Talk about McElroy. He's played this event nine times. He has seven top tens, but he's only the fifth betting favorite this week on DraftKings at plus 1,900. That tells you how much McElroy has been struggling. With that said, let's talk long shots ticket. You're the best at the business of digging into the numbers and telling us who the best long shot pick is. Who's your long shot? So I'm going to stick to my formula of driving and putting here being more significant where players are going to gain the most strokes. There are only 10 players on the PGA Tour this season who averaged half a stroke gained per round off the tee and have positive strokes gained putting. Nine of those guys are pretty much household names for golf fans. Number 10 on that list, Cameron Davis. I see him at 100-1 to to win this week. If we're going to stick to this formula, he's a guy with a very high ceiling. He's made three of his last four cuts. Top 10 on the PGA Tour and strokes gained off the tee. He really fits that statistical profile. I think there's some value in Cameron Davis way down the board here for a win. Wow, you, you're going way off. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go even further off the board on you guys. Um, I'm going with Jason Duffner as my long, long, long wow. shot pick. Oh, this is man. a guy, hold on, hold on. I, I'm sure some people out there are falling out of their chairs right now. Um, but for good reason. This guy, uh, the FBI has been looking for him for a while. <laughs> they, and they have not been able to find him. But... He did surface last week with a very, very consistent performance. He got near the lead um, in, in terms of just moving up into that top 10, headed into the final round, and had not been there in quite some time. He's missed more cuts this year than he's made. Um, that's not a great statistic to have sort of following you around. But he went out, you know, he didn't play great on Sunday, shot a, a three over par, um, 74. But is trending. So I think this is a guy who is very effective with his driver, very effective tee to green. 
And I think that if you look at just how he's sort of moving in the right direction, I, I think it's worth uh, a few bucks here and there throw Jason Duffner's way. All right, that I'm I'm back in my chair, Noda, on the on the JD pick for sure. I'm gonna bring everyone back to reality from Noda Begay. I'm gonna take Lucas Glover as my long shot at plus 8,500. Everyone knows the last three weeks, my long shots have been right on the doorstep every week of cashing in. I could see Glover doing it. You take a look at Quail Hollow. He has five top tens on this golf course. He's a great driver of the golf ball, 44th in strokes gained off the tee. Glover, he won't be on anyone's board. We like Glover is one of our long shots. I'll be real interesting, guys, as we move to who to fade this week. If any of you are fading McElroy ticket, what top player are you staying away from this week? I thought about fading Rory, but the course history is just too strong for me to totally stay away from him. I'm going to fade Patrick Cantlay. He just simply has not been himself the last couple of months. Missed the cut in each of his last three stroke play starts. Normally just so consistent from a ball striking perspective, but over his last four events, he's losing more than a stroke per round tee to green to the field. That's not a number I like for him this week. He's so talented. He could easily make me look really foolish on this golf course. Haven't figured it out, but um, I'm going to fade Patrick Cantlay. He just simply hasn't been himself here over the last month and a half or so. And uh, Ticket beat me to it. <laughs> I think I'm going to have to fade Hovland a little bit at this venue. I just, uh, I think that there's a, I mean, he's trending final round 65 this, uh, you know, yesterday. Uh, but, you know, just, um, I, I just don't think it's the right fit for him. I think you got to be looking more if in that upper echelon of guys like a, a JT or, or a McElroy, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm all in on JT as my favorite pick this week. Uh, he just was statistically superb last week. First in strokes being off the tee. First in in uh, strokes gain, tee to green. Third in proximity to hole. Like his his ball striking is about as good as it's been all year. It's just his putting was horrible. And I think you know JT put a little bit of work in this week on the greens, and we'll, we'll all be all set to go. McElroy for me, guys. I'm kind of with ticket. I mean, he's missed three out of the last six cuts, but he hasn't played since that missed cut at the Masters. You gotta believe that that he has put the work in. The guy I'm gonna fade is Corey Connors. I've been on Connors just about every week on this podcast, guys. But he's played every week. I think he's out of gas. We started to see signs of that last week at Bowsbar. This would be another good course for Corey Connors, but he's played so much golf for that reason only. I'm staying away from Connors, and and everybody knows I've taken Connors to the bank a lot this year. He's off my board this week. I, I think he's just played too much golf. That brings us to our top 20 uh, ticket. You have been red hot with your top 20s. You have made America a lot of money. Where are you starting this week at the Wells Fargo? I'm going to go with a guy who won this tournament in 2017 when it was held on a different course, but he statistically really fits the profile here. That's Brian Harmon. He's top 20 in scoring average on the PGA Tour, despite being ranked outside the top 100 in strokes gained approach. That tells me he's going to be a great fit at Quail Hollow, gaining a ton of strokes on the field week to week with his driver and with his putter. We all know how hot his putter can get. and It's been great recently. He's coming in with four straight top 15 finishes. I think he keeps it going this week at Quail Hollow. Top 20 might be even a little conservative for Brian Harmon. I like him a lot this week, but I think he's almost a lock for a top 20. Well, boys, uh, Pat Perez is my lock for a top 20. Absolute lock. A couple years ago, 2017, he finished tied for second. Um, one shot back, headed into the final round. Um, 
and only to, to, to drop a few and finish, I believe he finished eighth uh, behind Max Homa. So this is a ball striking golf course. And, uh, you know, it's no surprise that I'm picking guys historically, maybe not recently, but Perez and Duffner that are starting to show some decent signs. They, they, they did, they did do some enough good things for me at Valspar for me to warrant sort of pushing them up my board and um, thinking that they're going to, you know, have a chance to top 20 for sure. And maybe even scare the top 10. And, and here's the thing with the Pat Perez pick Noda is you're giving America a guy that his, his, he is such a long shot that his odds to top 20 are about the same as some of the favorites to win. So you can make a lot of money on that Perez bet if it comes in. I don't know what it is, guys. This is, seems to be a favorites golf course, but I'm, I have another long shot, if you will, for a top 20. That's Aaron Wise. There's something about when he shows up at Quell Hollow, the former NCAA champ out of Oregon. We just get a different Aaron Wise than, than we get just about every other week. 2018, he was second. 2019, he finished 18th. We know the event was canceled last week for a long shot to go along with Noda. Uh, the Pat Perez is a long shot. Certainly Aaron Wise fits that bill as well. A Wise way, way down your board. So we've given you uh, a couple of long shots there in Perez and Wise to go along with Big Ticket, who's got Brian Harmon, who's red hot with those four consecutive top 15 performances. All right, Big Ticket, how about a top 10 for us this week? Well, every year when we come to Quail Hollow, we're all reminded that this guy is a member of this golf course, Webb Simpson. It's been six years since he's had a top 10 finish in this event, but I really like the consistent nature of his play through his bag all season long. He finished 12th at the Masters, 9th at the RBC Heritage. He's fifth on tour this season in scoring average. Just an incredibly balanced statistical profile. A guy who goes anywhere he tees it up, he's able to bring that elite iron game and great putter. Um, I'm taking to a top 10 finish for Webb Simpson, who guarantee you're going to hear a ton. North Carolina guy and a member at this golf course. Yeah, that's a great that's a great uh, way to look at a ticket, and uh, I, I got to go with Neiman here, uh, Joaquin Neiman. Um, it, it just he's he's had a really solid year. He's, he's developed into a very good professional golfer, and I think that uh, this sort of tough championship, major championship type of venue um, is really going to suit his game. It's uh, you know he's long off the tee, he's uh, very aggressive, and it's just one of those players that I think can get in the mix and stay there, um, possibly scare the wind, but uh, certainly uh, have a chance to finish in the top 10. All right. Uh, Webb Simpson is the name I have written down here. So you're going to get an extra one from me. And uh, I'm a lot of things, but stupid isn't one of them. And I have missed the boat so far on Will Zalatoris. I will not miss it this week. I will cash a ticket on the kid. Give me Zalatoris for a top 10. Listen, all of his metrics are phenomenal. The kid's ridiculous as a ball striker. He should fit in perfectly here. We know he went to Wake Forest. Uh, so obviously he knows this area of the country, played this golf course a lot. Give me Zalatoris for a top 10. Ticket, how about number five? Don't steal my pick again, sir. I'll try not to. I'm going to pick a guy who nearly won the PGA Championship here in 2017, finished tied for second, Patrick Reed. He missed the cut last week at the Valspar, but that does not bother me. Scores weren't too bad, 70 and 72. When he won at Torrey Pines earlier this season, it came immediately following a missed cut. So that's not something that bothers me with P. Reed. He's never missed the cut at this event. 
couple of top 20 finishes to his credit at the Wells Fargo, in addition to that great performance at the PGA Championship in 2017. When you combine strokes gained off the tee and strokes gained putting per round, Patrick Reed ranks 11th on tour, number I like this week. So give me Patrick Reed for a top five finish. That's a bit bold. I, I don't think it's a great fit for Reed, the, uh, the venue itself. Um, but I, I mean, that's why we do this, right? That's why we talk about it, fellas, you know, just to sort of just get our thoughts out there and see what we can come up with. Um, I think JT's a lock for the top top five. I mean, just, you know, he won the PGA there. He's just top to bottom, you know, strong coming off the Players' Championship win and just showing some form. Like, a lot of times players will show form in one particular statistical area, whether it's to drive the irons, the putter, the circuit. Last week, he was through the bag, with the exception of the putter, one of the best uh, in the field. And so that's hard to look away from, especially with a pedigreed player that's won at this particular venue. So he's my guy. He's my lock to sort of be be tight in there on that top five. Yep, my top five is Victor Hovland. And even though he's never played the golf course, it should be made for him. We know how good Hovland is off the tee. Uh, fourth in strokes gained driving. That seems to be the metric that matters here. He's one of the better putters as far as the guys that drive it straight. Comes in red hot, third at the Valspar. Uh, Hovland just defies the odds out of everyone from that, uh, that great crop of Morikawa, Wolf, and Hovland. Uh, they, yeah, he and Morikawa seem to be battling for, for supremacy. Uh, Morikawa obviously has the major championship, but I like Hovland for a top five here on a big boys golf course. I'll take Hovland. I, I know he's not, I know you faded him, Nota, but I, I think he delivers this week. Well, I mean, you're, you're comparing it. You're, you're comparing a major champion and a WGC winner to the winner of the Mayakoba championship um i don't know i don't know that that's quite equitable nothing not, you know taking nothing away from the young man certainly has shown um to to be able to step up in those high levels but um you know for my money in the bigger events it's going to be a marikawa but you do what you want right you know it's your money <laughs> it is my money i've made a lot of it nota and i'll take hovel under the window for a top five this week all right we're down to our last two our best bet of the week and then of course our winner uh, big ticket, give me your best bet. Well, I mentioned him already. I love having action on Webb Simpson in a lot of places this week. Uh, picked him for a top 10, but I'm going to have him probably the top five and top 20, sprinkle him in throughout my tickets all over the place. Uh, just a player who is this consistent on a course he's going to know as well as anybody in the field. For this week and basically every year moving forward when we come to Charlotte, Webb Simpson is somebody who should be on your radar. He's my best bet of the weekend. And for me, uh, it's guys, it's going to be old man, Sink. Old man Sink's going to get that going again. And uh, I've played so much golf with Stewart over the last you know, 20 or 30 years, all through juniors and college and on the PGA Tour, and just to see how he's been able to sustain the high level of play. Uh, he knows and has been through all the trials and tribulations that everybody faces in professional golf. And he's just coming to a, a new point in his life where he just understands that like the window's closing. So got to take advantage while we can. And when he is on, his approach is so very balanced. You know, he's not going to outshine everybody out there in one key category, but he's going to be very good throughout. And I think that is going to sustain itself uh, this week for, for Stewart. So he's my best bet to sort of uh, get in the mix. 
get in the mix, maybe a top 10, top 20 performance from Stewart Sink. I mean, this is a, a, a long driver's golf course, very different than Harbor Town, but there's no doubt what Sink has done uh, has been impressive. Uh, my best bet, because I, I think he's a, a guy you can count on, is Tony Finau. I, I mean, this isn't the win by any means, but your best bet to, to hang around, to make the cut, to win his grouping, uh, to play the weekend. Uh, I, I definitely will have Tony Finau in a top, uh, several different uh, areas on DraftKings, but top 10 for sure. Uh, Finau this week is my best bet. And finally, guys, we've come to that moment where you get an opportunity to make real money, and that is to call the winner. You put all the metrics. Uh, how about the par threes here, guys? You have three par threes over 200 yards, one at 250. Uh, you look at the green mile. It is the toughest three finishing holes anywhere on the PGA Tour. You cannot fake it at Quail Hollow. With those numbers, big ticket, who ultimately wins? So I'm going to take the guy who's the best driver of the golf ball in the world right now, and I think he's due for a big week in Bryson DeChambeau. Uh, the last time he played here, he finished solo fourth in 2018, and that was before he evolved into Bryson 2.0 that we know now, who's the longest player on the planet. Last two starts at the match play and the Masters, those were courses that valued very different skill sets than we're going to see this week. So I don't put a ton of stock in the performances there by Bryson. We're kind of mediocre by his standards. What Bryson does best is so statistically pronounced at Quail Hollow. I hit earlier this season, picking him to win at Bay Hill. I'm going to pick the big golfer again. Give me the guy who's going to hit it further than everybody. Brian, you mentioned those long par threes. He excelled on those at Bay Hill when he won. I'm going to take Bryson DeChambeau, a guy we haven't talked about a ton yet on this podcast, but I like him a lot this week. You're right, Ticket. Uh, I think this is the one golf show in America that has spoken the least about Bryson DeChambeau so far. Uh, he always We've had more duffer than DeChambeau <laughs> so far. <laughs> hey, it's okay. we got to balance it out. we got to balance it out. Um, Bryson, you know, 2.0 is 2.0 this week for me. I'm going uh, JT all the way. JT is all the ways. He's taking this one to the house, coast to coast, um, just like LeBron is going to end up with a slam dunk on the end, and that's going to be the W. All right, guys, uh, my winner this week, and I when I read you these numbers, he's been downright scary. Uh, Ticket, you say we don't talk about the Shambo. How about John Rom? You look at what John Rom has done under the radar in his bad weeks now, our top five, top 10. That's where John Rahm is at. He's been in the top 10 in eight of his last 10, eight of his last 10 inside the top 10, top fives. You look at the Masters match play in Genesis. Uh, the only thing that scares me about Rahm is obviously as, as big ticket, who's expecting uh, a son soon will understand that we don't know what the sleep factor has been for Rahm. Uh, he's been at home taking care of that newborn, but I think he shows up with some major daddy power. And I got John Rom winning at Quail Hollow this week. So I, I think, guys, when you look at it all the way around, and Noda, I'll give you the final word on this. You get four of the top five in the world. You get some of the best players on a great golf course. I think we can expect fireworks this week on Golf Channel and CBS. Yeah, absolutely. You're going to see players that sort of, you just sort of matriculate or, or, or move their way to the top because it's, it just identifies quality, high caliber players. And uh, that's why you see such a, a strong list of winners over the years and uh, a strong list of players that are able to contend. And I don't think that's going to change. I think everybody needs to keep an eye on McElroy. He's a guy that just kind of, 
His stats aren't terrible. They're just not what we're used to seeing. And if he gets that driver in gear and just somehow finds a little bit of rhythm, now I had three weeks off to work on it. And I agree with both you guys. He is out at home working on it, um, trying to just get a little bit of a better feel with that iron game. Uh, he could certainly uh, pop his head up uh, very early in this event. All right, guys, making birdies, M-A-K-I-N-G-B-U-R-R-D-I-E-S-S. Following us on Making Birdies, we'll fill you all the way in, all the way up to that final putt at Wells Fargo. Download the podcast wherever you find your podcast. It is available. Making Birdies, once again, ready for a great weekend at the Wells Fargo Championship. For the big ticket, Justin Ray, four-time PGA Tour winner, note to Begay. I'm Ryan Burr. Enjoy the Wells Fargo, and Making Birdies is where you'll make some money this week. <laughs>